to be compared to Sally, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I, like I really respect that and I really respect Sally. Yeah. Like it's an opportunity for me to close the gap and that's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. You think Paris will be that, that time to close it or even sooner? Oh, uh, I, I think, yeah, Paris is probably the perfect amount of time away. It's the strong men leading Denny in the bodysuit and Hodges without a top. Behind them is Di Rosario settling into marathon pace. Montag's walk is proving rapid as backmarker Browning and his mullet set sail for home. Riding speeding tickets is McDermott and the White Tiger has been booked well over the limit as they approach the line and oh, that is close. That was the Athletics Australia Handicap and this is Athletics. Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 3 of This Is Athletics, a podcast that brings you behind the scenes and into the tent with the stars of our sport to get to know them like you never have before. Now on today's episode we are joined by the amazing Liz Clay. She's a 100 meter hurdle specialist but she also loves a good laugh. Now after her first Olympic performance in Tokyo she ran a PB of 1271 and narrowly missed out on the final. But she's had a stellar season so far in 2022, taking out the national championships, running a 12.72, so close to a PB, as well as competing at the World Indoors in Belgrade this year. So today in the podcast, we're talking all things Liz Clay, talking about her sport, her life on the Gold Coast, and her big plans in focus of Paris 2024. So sit back and relax, and let's get into episode three of This Is Athletics. Alrighty, good to go. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> Liz Clay, welcome to the potty. Welcome to Athletics Australia's potty, hosted by me, obviously your favourite. Yeah. Uh, but welcome to the potty. Thanks for coming to talk. Thanks for having me. Let's let's go into general stuff. Mm. How's life? How are we? We're good. What's been happening? We're good. Um, I've just been just taking a chill pill for the last... I guess three weeks because I had a very hectic. You had a full on season. Like last two months, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster. So yeah, I'm good. I'm just chilling at home, having a lot of downtime, training, just doing just Gold Coast it things. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold, Gold Coast things. Yeah, yeah. like hitting the yeah. beach and getting. Do you tan? know what? I live near the beach, but I don't even go that much anymore. What's th- like? What's not that much? Like three times a day? No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would go once a week. And oh, okay, it's fair at enough. the end of my street. Oh, that's pretty pathetic. Does, does the does the novelty of that yeah. wear out? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought it would because even like because me like me and I love going to the beach, but then I only maybe go like once every yeah two months. I think the novelty of it is knowing that it's at the end of my street, knowing that it's there is like peaceful enough. I don't actually have to go there. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good recovery. Like I, I, would, I feel like if I lived at the end of the street next to the beach, I'd be there. It is. Day. Do you know what it is? Is that I spend a lot of time on my own, so I love going to the beach with other people. But like, if oh, I your go housemate travels a lot, hey? yeah, yeah. So like, I, I don't know if I'm at the beach by myself, I get kind of bored. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just get more tanned. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the moment. The weather is so bad. I know it's so bad. Oh, that is something. Well, I, I saw. I see. I saw your tweet the other day. It was like, it's, I can't stop training in rain. I'm getting sick of it. Oh, yeah, I tried in the rain in the rain again this morning, and I was going to make another tweet, and I was like, you know what? Someone sound like complaining. Someone's going to reply and be like, "There's bigger problems in the world," so I just <laughs> kept it to myself. Think about the crops that are getting watered. Like, yeah. I mean, there's not much getting watered in uh, Gold Coast, no. but that's okay. No. Um, okay. Well. Talking about tweets, let's get into a tweet. Okay. We are talking 27th of January. Can you recall? Yeah. I I think the tweet you're talking about is me saying I'm going to win a medal in Paris. Yes. Yeah. Love it. I love the enthusiasm because like, like, why not? Put it out there. So that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Is that like, like obviously we've got Worlds and Commies this year and then mm. um, like you've had a beast of a season already. Um is is Paris kind of like the be all end all like focus or you know obviously you got to progress but is it that is. just where it ends for not end but like that's you know that's where it's going to progress uh for, for now yeah. that's the big one like mm. i i really take time often to zoom out and yeah. think what is the goal of all of this like what is what is the end game for the next for this cycle i guess yeah. like i don't know what after paris looks like but yeah like there's literally no reason why i couldn't so and what, tw- 20, low 20s to win, you reckon? Low 20s? Yeah, 12, 20? Uh, 12 or low yeah. 30s. 30s? Yeah. I think, depends, like, depends on the day, but yeah. Like anything sub 12, 5 
I think would get you a medal. Okay, and, we fin- and you finished domestic season so far with twelve seventy two. Two, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, that was that was fast. It was. was do you know what was the best thing about it was that I really only started properly training in January, mm. and I had a really short lead in, yeah, and was able to do it off the back of like some indoor training. Yeah, why? Why is that? Um, Why'd you have that later start? Well, I just struggled after Tokyo. Yeah, tough like one. the 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 November December was just I was training, but it wasn't it wasn't like putting weeks together. No, it was just it was just rocking. I up. was tu- I was turning up, yeah, yeah, and I was trying, but I just had niggles and problems, and you know. So January turned around. I was like, right, I've got to go. <laughs> well, it was actually I remember we talked uh, before. I think it was before your heats and you were just talking about how like you finally found a cue that was going to start mm. like connecting your, mm. your hurdles together and like yeah. actually get some fluency through mm. and then you go and drop a 1272 and I was like well, well she found it that's yeah. good yeah no the and another great thing about this that is that I don't even know what I did in that race like yeah it was a great race but there's just so much there's so much more like I just I'm glad that I've got two and a half years to Paris to consolidate yeah. all of these things that I need to yeah fix what do you think like because obviously, I mean, you know, twelve seventy two is a massive improvement already this year, and then like backing up of sev- like semi final last year and mm. starting to progress through. Um, what's you know what's the biggest thing you're looking at like to fix or to like I guess improve on? Well, interestingly, like the way that I hurdle from say twelve ninety four in Melbourne in twenty twenty to now has drastically changed because I'm just getting too close because I'm bigger and stronger and faster. So. The thing that we're working on now is just getting comfortable with taking off further away, which gives me more space. And that in itself will probably fix all my problems. Does that shorten your strides? Uh, sorry, your um, like the amount of strides that you have between No, hurdles? it's all the same. But okay. if I take off further away, then I land closer, then I have more room to the next one to generate more speed. Okay, so Whereas at the moment I'm like literally on top of them. Okay. So I've just got to like get the balance right between like – my strength, my speed, how I use it, like where I, you know, where I am in the race. Yep. It's just all a bit confusing at the moment. Um, it was, you know, on the last potty that we did, uh, I had Jared on and we spoke a lot about uh, like the mental health stuff after um, after Tokyo for mm. Olympics and Paralympics and like how that was a big, like it was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for Jared. Like was that the same for you? Is that oh. why? Like did it hit you a bit later? That's why you kind of like went – Oh, yeah. Take a break. Yeah. Honest. I've said this to so many people and unless you go through the slump that is when you get back, yeah. you just don't, you don't understand it. And for the people I've been saying, the people that have already come out and competed this season and competed well, like from the outside, I don't think people understand how hard that is after an Olympics. Well, it's, it's such a, like, I mean, not to like bang the drum again, but like, it's just that whole build up and then to you know, two weeks of hype post and then like it's 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 off the cliff yeah. and it's like it's hard to go. And I mean, you had a massive turnaround social media-wise. Like, I mean, now you're at what, 105K or something? 112. Oh, <laughs> don't cut me short, Matthew, I swear. Chip <laughs> me the 7K <laughs> yeah. that I've worked on. I worked hard for that. <laughs> um, no, but so like that was – because you went – where were you at? You were at 45, 50? No, I was at about ninety something, okay. 80, eighty something. Okay, so you had yeah. a, so you had a good kick from it though. Yeah. Um, did you feel that like with that huge social media following, like that kind of doubled down on the whole uh, pressure of interest, not interest, or like did that continue? I think not, not like specifically social media, but when I got home from, I did my quarantine and then got home, and it was like going from being, you know, one of the most important people in a lot of everyone in my life I was one of the most important people Mm. in their life at that moment because I was at the Olympics and whatever and then I came home and I was living by myself for eight weeks because my housemate um was away and it was just like it was just me and my phone and my thoughts for like eight weeks and I was kind of training and it was just like it was just this downward spiral for eight weeks and yeah like I found myself like relying on Instagram to like kind of get into people's heads again and be like hey I'm still here because like people have been messaging you all through the lead up and like hope you're going well and congratulations and stuff and then when it's all finished it's like your phone is dry 
Mm. I don't live with my family. I didn't have really anyone around me. And so it was just like this isolating two months of just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pull myself out of this? Yeah. Um, and then I went home for Christmas, saw my family and I just like flicked a switch and I was like, right, well, we've got to move on. Yeah. I can't be like this forever. Well, you know, it would have been tough. Like I, I remember seeing you directly after your semi and like PBing obviously and, and being so close to a final and mm. like that's gut-wrenching. Like I know how mm. you feel. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think like that would have, you know, you were pretty critical on yourself on that one and like yeah. – I mean, as was I for getting four yeah, uh, with a PB. It's like, yeah. but it's it's so it's so hard not to, because we're not like you tweet. We're not here to, we're not here to participate. We're here mm. to win. We're here mm. to like actually take things out. Yeah. So, you know, how did that really play a part in you know that big fall off as well? Uh, I don't I don't think the result in itself actually did because I am really I've gotten really good at taking a step back every so often like seeing how far I've come. Yep. Um, so I don't think the result made me feel that way. It was just like the whole thing. Like I was in one moment I was in Italy with Curtis and Rowan having an amazing time and then the next minute like I was back in the Gold Coast by myself and I was just like, wow, the, the turnaround in like a few months is just – it's just crazy. I um I never forget when I was sitting in quarantine, I saw you guys in Italy and stuff. And like I thought it was so good. I thought it was that you yeah. guys like continue on that. Yeah. You know, instead of coming straight back, like yeah. just at least enjoying your time while you're out. Mm. And I remember there was a couple of articles that came around <laughs> about like flaunting being yeah. away overseas. And I remember I think there was this one article and I ended up commenting on it because I was just so sick of like everyone criticizing you yeah. guys over just having some time off. And, yeah. and there were so many comments like you know, oh, well, like, they get to get out of the country and this, that and the other, like, flaunting being away while we're stuck here. And mm. I'm like, well, hang on a sec. You guys actually can still get out. You just have to apply for it. Yeah. But two, it's like they're allowed to switch off. They're allowed to enjoy their life. The mm. only reason that you're critical on them is because Liz has 100,000 followers and, like, you can see that. Whereas, like, if there's someone with 2,000 followers that's posting, you're not criticising them. No. Like, let's chill yeah. out. Like, did you caught much of that when you guys were over there we we looked at it and like most of the comments that i saw honestly were like good on them they deserve it they worked really hard to get to tokyo and now they're enjoying their life and i kind of like took those comments on board and i was like well yeah that's what i'm doing and i'm gonna roll with it yeah, um get so on yeah. with your life people like stop worrying about what everyone else is doing yeah social media is bad for that yeah no wonder you're stuck at home complaining about why people yeah. are away yeah um anyway not to be <laughs> critical um <laughs> But let's let's go back to pre-Olympics and and also like you lead in as an athlete leading into Tokyo. Mm. You know you've had a you've had a pretty hectic history of injuries. Mm. Another another uh, story you love uh, to talk about. Oh, it's about so it. good. Let's go back and do it, Matt. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> but I guess for people listening and that don't know, run us through a bit of your story and in leading into Tokyo with your progression and you know a lot of the injuries you had to battle with. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd had a pretty good run up until, yeah, basically the end of nationals last year. I yep. was, I'd had, oh, I'd, I strained a muscle in my toe, which set me back a little bit. But other than that, I had a really good run. Yep. And then um, this thing that I've been actually, I've dealt with twice since uh, the lead up to Tokyo is uh, my calves. And it's just chronic tightness and they just can't deal with uh like any sudden increase in volume okay um so that was really the only thing that plagued my tokyo prep but once i was over that hump yeah i was just on autopilot like i think i heard hannah uh, basic talk about a similar thing and she was just like that whole few months between nationals and finishing our events in tokyo it was just autopilot like there was you would just keep going keep going keep going there was no nothing in my way like there was no, there was no problems. And I kind of, I'm like, well, that was great at the time, but I probably took it for granted a little bit because it, I did have a really easy run into Tokyo compared to my last like four years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty, pretty lucky that that went smoothly. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, like I think now you've kind of, you've got a good team around you and you like, you've started to continue to progress mm. and it's kind of like just getting that rhythm. And have you, and have you managed the calf stuff pretty well from since Tokyo or is it? 
Yeah, I had, well, the two weeks in quarantine really set me back because I obviously didn't run for two weeks Mm. and I'd had a week off in Europe before that. So that was a problem for like two months when I got back and then same right now. It's just, it's something that is going to get better every time I have to deal with it and we're pretty cluey on how to manage it now. So it's not really a problem, it's just annoying. It's just something that's there. And let's go to what's next. Obviously, just finished the domestic season. Yep. Had a killer. Yeah, it was like, it, it was pretty solid. I mean, I still had some... Are you happy with it? Um, I, I'd say, like, I'm not happy. I'm not unhappy. It just, it did its job. Yeah, you got Really. Yeah. Like, I got, some, I got some experience in Belgrade. I got into good shape rather quickly. Mm. Um, I still ran 12.7 early in the year, which, like, kind of sets me up to run, hopefully, 12.5 later in the year so it yeah the domestic season did its job okay so then to europe yep when i'm leaving in five weeks today oh yes where are we going i'm going to ireland <laughs> that's right you're going to ireland <laughs> do i laugh at my plans I'm not, no 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 i'm not laughing but like it's like you it's know so random. you know talking to starkey and um and Kelsey and like a few hours. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm going, going to, to Italy. Ma- yeah, I'm going to Madrid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so tough. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to Ireland yeah. and it's going to be probably the same weather well, I'm going to, I'm going to Loughborough and it's like uh, in England. So yeah. it's, you know, similar, yeah. similar temps. But this is the thing that I actually learned from going to Europe last year. The biggest lesson I learned was that your setup over there is basically going to determine your results. Yeah. Like in European meets. Yeah. And for me, that means I have to be... I have to do the opposite of what I did in Europe last year. I need to be somewhere where I'm basically living at home, like living with someone that I know where like kind of my food's cooked and I'm just going to training and coming back. It's not like Airbnbs and hotels um, like we did last year. So that for me is an island and I'm actually super excited. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's a really good decision that our team's made and it's going to work out well. So you're coach your snc has family there yep so david has family there but i actually have a friend sarah who's a 100 meter hurdler um she made the indoor final in belgrade Mm. and i'm going to stay with her and yeah live with her family and hopefully get my meals cooked train with her (laughs) do you know what i'm really excited for is to train with another hurdler that is like right there with me i haven't done that in so long should let me know i want to come and yeah i i thought that yeah but yeah. I mean, you don't want to get showed up as well. No. It's, no. It'd be tough. And I don't want you to hurt yourself. Yeah, so. I know. Like, I've got I've got to, I've got to throw heavy things. 84 centimetres. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it'd be a tough gig, but, you know, I'd, I'd happily help out. Maybe yeah. a bit. I could talk to Benny about some more, like, you know, explosive activation work. Oh, God. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Pass. Pass. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. And actually, I'm going, to talk, I'm going to talk about this topic a little bit after. We're going to get into... Yeah a couple of more personal things around your graphic design side hustle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know about that. Yeah. LC Studios, yeah, baby. Yeah, plug it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, I mean, does it's not going to do anything <laughs> for me. So tell, tell me about it. Tell me. Uh, so tell you how I started it. Tell, it. tell us how you started it. Tell us how it's going okay. and kind of like, you know, what you want to do with it. Yeah. So this is something that I stumbled upon Um, I've always been very creative and I've loved, I guess, like working with computers. I didn't really know Mm. like how or what that meant. Um, But 2019, I kind of just took it upon myself to be like, right, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn this program. It was like a very dumbed down version of Illustrator. I can't even remember what it was called. Um, And then from there, I ended up, uh, I made an Instagram and... Somehow I managed to get a job with a uh, lady who was starting a business and I did her logo for her and it was worked out really well. Her husband then employed me yep. um, to do like the marketing content and uh, heaps of like random stuff for yep. his business. It was a physio and podiatry business. And I kind of took a leap of faith at the time and I was like, well, I'm going to quit my retail job because retail is really not working for me in terms of like my athletics and stuff. I'm standing on concrete eight hours a day. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. And so I quit my retail job and just like crossed my fingers that this was going to work out. Um, what retail were you working? I was working at a store in Pack Fair, Under Armour. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I quit that and then kind of just like really 
hustled this guy and yep. like some other um, some other clients to make it work. Yep. And then yeah, just kind of build like built a little, I guess, business clientele base yeah. for and myself. You got, you got you got a good um, number like reliable. Yeah, I mean the it's not at the point where I would want it to be just because I can physically only give a hundred percent of my time to one thing yeah. at a time. And so like to take it to the next level, I would, it would have to be, It'd be very know. easy to like, I need more time. Like yeah. I'm, I've, I'm very much like I spend like two or three hours a day doing nothing to recover from training and working does not, is not the same as doing nothing. It's not like yeah, recovery to, time. You have to switch your brain off for, yeah. a, for a time. Otherwise, you're just yeah. too wired, too yeah. too long. Yeah. So, um, it's something that I do on the side. I put like a couple of like hour, two hour, three hour segments a week away to do it. Yeah. Um, there's always some client happening. There's always something happening there. Um, but it's not – yeah, I just – I'm d- at the moment, I'm doing it to like build my portfolio, get experience um, and then just – I hope, I think it's really great to like make connections with people in different like I guess business areas and like marketing companies and mm. things like that so that when I do finish running I'm not like starting from scratch I do actually have this whole network of connections that I can be like right who can I reach out to to like well, it's just ticking that go over. down that yeah yeah, yeah. Great. so it's just something that's sitting on the back burner it's a great creative outlet like um, I enjoy doing it on like long hauls like oh, on, fl- yeah, yeah, on yeah. flights like yeah. if I've got a job that I need to knock out. Yep. Maybe it's like eight hours work. I'll do like four hours and four hours and get off the flight and it's done. Yeah. And it's like, okay, wow. I, that was, that was great. Great and, timing. And you've got like, you've got a lot of tattoos. Um, mm. Are they all self-designed? Like you did all that? No, 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 not, not. Most of my tattoos, I just walk into. Like, um, oh, no, it looks sick. Put it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really? <laughs> you just like, ah, stuff it. No, a few of them I've had an idea before I've walked in, but like yep. some of them, I like to get a few at a time. So, like, I'll go in with one idea and then I'll be sitting in the shop and be like, I'll just scroll Pinterest and what, find something. What was the last one you got? The last one I got was, I got a few. I got this little uh, Cupid on my wrist. Nice. When was that? Oh, uh, I think it was, I think it was this January. This okay. January? <laughs> January? January this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. This January. Um, this January, coming soon. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got that. I got a butterfly. I got another little flower thing on my arm, and I got some more finger tats. Yeah, you love. I love, I reckon the hand ones. Are I cool. yeah, I love the hand ones. I I don't know. They just like I just tattoos are the best way like to express yourself. Yeah, like they just I just love them for that. Do you like? Do you like using them as like a like a storytelling thing? Um, like parts of your life or there, like, like there are some there are some things there's some tattoos that I have that have meaning and they have a story behind them but I also kind of like that for myself like I don't like to like parade it around like this means this and this means that like it's just like nice for me to know that like oh that was that time or that was this moment or that was yeah this lesson yeah, yeah agreed mm. um I like that I was I was actually gonna um I was gonna get something for t- from Tokyo um I was like gonna I was gonna get like a line that represented the five centimeters, but then I was like, "Oh, that seems a bit sus." Oh. If it's like, <laughs> every, like yeah, every dude, like what's <laughs> the five centimeters for? Um, so little ruler, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just incremental centimeters. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, "Oh, I might wait," and like, I, yeah. I, I think I've had like a few ideas about tats, and then I'm like, "Oh, I might just sit on that and wait, see yeah. how I feel about it in like 12, 12 to eighteen months, kind of thing." Yeah. So, yeah. I'm still sitting and still waiting. Good. Think about, I it. about it. I feel like you either sit and think about it and really like mull it over. Yeah. Or you just go in and get it. Yeah. There's no just get in done. between. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got a uh, Phoenix Suns tat? No. No? Why not? <laughs> oh, I'm not that. You're like I'm not Phoenix that passionate. Suns to the death. Yeah, but I'm not getting them tattooed. How, how are they going? They're good. Yeah. They're good. They're up 3-2 in their series with the Pelicans at the mm. moment. They're playing tomorrow. Okay. Does does the Phoenix Suns get precedence over training? Do we get reschedules there? No. No. Okay. No, but no, I do replays. love like I'm training at eight, get home at eleven thirty. The Suns are playing at twelve. That's a great That's day. A good like day. it sees me through till like three o'clock. So you I'm don't like, go okay. down the street and watch it at the beach. 
No. No. <laughs> Recovery at home. Turn no, it on. No, no, no. I'm on the couch. You're on the couch. Okay. I'm on the couch, yeah. Are you a sitter on the couch or a layer on the couch? I am a bit of both. Okay. But I need I need to do less sitting. I need okay. to be a, la- a layer. A layer? <laughs> a lie downer. A layer downer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a layer. I'm a layer. You're a layer. I, or like a lean backer. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, We're it's using a really, half, half. Uh, like, really intricate words right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is great English. Yeah, no, this is really, this is an English lesson for everyone. But lesson. Uh, lesson. <laughs> anyway, kids, we're going to have a lesson today on English. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I love leaning back and I just sit there with my computer. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a half lay down. Yeah. A little yeah. bit abdominal, mm. you know, if you need to sit up, do a couple of mm. sit ups. My worst quality is that I'll come home from training and I don't like walking around barefoot. Yep. In my house. I don't know why. I just always, I'm always wearing shoes or slides. And my worst quality is that I'll sit on the couch with my shoes on. Oh, not my shoes on. That hurts my soul. Not my shoes on the actual couch. Like they're off the couch. But that feels awkward. I know. Like but my I just, feet have to be supported. No. I mean, when you've got boat feet, size 15, it kind of, you need, <laughs> yeah, otherwise you, you pull your shoes off. Two ships on the end of your legs. <laughs> I can understand why they need to be. Yeah, they, they need they need to be propped up, you know. Yeah, no, that just feels awkward. I feel like I know. if it's like to me, if I'm sitting with my feet just off, it's like I've just put my shoes on, but it's not enough time to sit back and relax and watch a movie. But I have to leave soon. But I also want to be comfortable. <laughs> but I feel like I'm not in a state of <laughs> relaxation. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Sorry to break that down so intensely, yeah, no, but that really I'm drives me out the wall. Picking up what you're putting down. So obviously in hurdles. Mm. Obviously, uh, the new generation of um, post Pearson, mm. second all time. Does that come with an added pressure? Sorry to bring that back so heavily back then. Uh, Vibe change. Honest, there is there is no pressure. No, no. Do you do you like or not like the comparison? Uh, or you I just think don't care. Really, I don't care, but. To be compared to Sally is like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I, like I really respect that and I really respect Sally. Um, and sh- she ran 12.22. Like yeah. to be Olympic record. spoken in the same sentence as her is, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but I don't think there's any pressure. I just think it's just an opportunity. Yeah. Like it's an opportunity for me to close the gap. And that's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. You think? Paris will be that that time to close it, or even sooner. Oh, uh, I I think yeah, Paris is probably the perfect amount of time away. Mm. Um, but I don't know if my career ends at Paris either. So yeah, well yeah, I I've had that discussion with a few athletes. Like, is Paris where it's at, or like, because how old are you this year? You're twenty six. I turned twenty seven in like two weeks. Oh, you yeah, that's right. You're the year older than me. Yeah. I'm old. How how good's the back end of of twenty? I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already, I'm twenty six in June, so I'm on that back end. Twenty six is fine. Twenty seven is where twenty seven's like closer to thirty. Don't 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 take your time on things. Yeah, no. Get into it. Um, yeah, I think yeah, like I I've got time left in my career, and I I'm really I I like having that benchmark there because it's a challenge, and I've kind of I've already ticked off so many things that I didn't know if I would do in my career. So it's like, okay, well, let's go all the way. Yeah. Why not? Okay. I like that. Mm. I like that. No, it's, I think because I think some people can can definitely go down the wrong path of like being compared or like I don't want to be compared. I want to be my own person or like mm. that kind of thing. So it's good that you have I think your, like your your own confident handle on that. Yeah. I, I, I don't care about being compared. Like people yeah. are going to do what they want. Yeah. But, um, you know, in, as I said, being compared is kind of great. Yeah, it's a it's a compliment, um, but also I think everybody knows that I'm paving my paving my own path, and I've had a completely different path to get to where I am than Sally did to get to where she was. So, yeah, I'm just writing my own book. Right, oh, you're so f- you're so about philosophy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm actually not, but yeah, no, I write it. I write it. That's good. I'm writing my own book. Yeah, you you do that. <laughs> you do that. Maybe I will. Are you gonna write it by hand or on computer? Uh. Yeah, what's the graphic design of Liz Clay's book? Yeah, and what's the name of it? That's a great question. What would you name your book? I, I haven't thought enough about that. I would name it something so not cliche. Like there's no, there's not going to be any mention of the journey or the 
the I'm not trials the and tribulations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wearing shoes on my couch. <laughs> don't get sand between your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I actually would love to write a book, though. I think like that's about yourself or like yeah. just in general. No, about me. About yeah, me. Yeah. So like, I went to the beach <laughs> once this week, and like, I got sand between my toes. Hated it. You think that's how I'm gonna write? Yeah. Yeah, like super grammic, <laughs> grammical. Yeah. We're I'm doing glad, really well I'm today. I'm glad aren't we? you're not editing my book. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't read. I, I can't. Well, I, I don't know if I can. Can I read? No, I can't read. I can read. You can read. I can read, but I, but don't, you don't. I don't read, yes. Um, you listen. I Yeah, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Um, like, but then I go, actually, I was talking about this morning. I go from like listening to music to then podcasts mm. to then radio. And then I just cycle back oh, through. Oh, wow. Yeah. Same, but no radio. No radio? No. Not a radio person? I don't remember the last time I listened to the radio. Okay. Okay. Why is that? I just like my Spotify and my podcasts. Who, what podcast do you listen to at the moment other than this one um, and, and my one? Uh, I've actually been listening to Shameless Podcast. Mia listens to that as well. It's Loves just it. so good. It's just easy listening every Thursday. Um, yeah. It's, it's things that like don't really matter, but... They're very interesting. Like, they just talk about pop culture. It, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's a lot of pop culture based. Yeah, it? yeah. And then there's this other podcast I listen to. The name of the podcast has a swear word in it, so okay. I can't say it. We can't say but that it's, on here. do you mind? Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. And it's just a really... Like, as in, do you mind? Like, as in, like, that kind of sassy, like, yeah. do you mind getting out of my way kind of thing? Yeah, but she, um, the lady that does it, she is studying like neuroscience, and, oh, okay. but also speaks about like relationships and um, like, I guess, emotional baggage and like just everything about relationships. She speaks yep. about um, with a like kind of sciencey background, like she always gives On a brain reason. fact and then yeah. like, yeah. And I just find that super interesting because I used That's to cool. study similar things. So Also, oh, you're not at uni anymore? No. Oh. I haven't been at uni in ages. She's an influencer now. Oh. <laughs> I'm an athlete. <laughs> I'm joking. Chill. I'm an athlete. Let's go. Actually, let's go into the influencer side oh, of things. Okay. 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 Don't get shy. <laughs> <laughs> um, with, because I mean, like, obviously, 100k is a lot. Um, but we want more. Yeah. More. <laughs> Always. <laughs> with um, with that, like, <clears throat> do do you think it adds? Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but like, do you find it adds any pressure? performance or do you like try and keep it separate uh, i mean i guess like it doesn't add pressure like i could have a million followers or i could have 12 yeah and the pressure for me is the same because it just comes from me it's yeah. it's me it's self-driven it's me versus like my brain basically yeah. um but in saying that obviously like having a following helps with your career and your like notoriety and yeah well yeah. like People people know who you are and then they're interested in your story and they're interested to watch you at com games or on TV or whatever. So it helps it with all that. Gives you a platform to yeah. actually like yeah. show yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And in the and who you are. day and age that we're in, like an individual sport goes almost hand in hand with having a profile on Instagram. You like you have you you almost need one these days. I was um I was thinking about it the other day. Do you remember when we used to do like some educational things around social media and they used to talk a lot about like don't show who you are and like be very like don't not controversial but like you know be careful about what you talk mm. about and this that and the other yeah and i found that like the older i've got the more it's like well i, I knew this from younger like, yeah but it's like have a point of difference have an actual opinion on something because oh, no one cares you about have to. someone who goes yeah that's oh i don't want to nah. talk about that like, if you're like straighty 180 like I guess pe people care regardless, but it's much more interesting for your followers to show your personality and have opinions and, you know. Well, people get, I think, especially in Australia, everyone, like it's very, um, especially for athletes, like if you put yourself out there um, <coughs> for like your performance or like what you want to achieve, like say for your tweet example, mm. like I, I looked at that and I loved it. Like I thought mm. it was like, you know. People you, don't do it. Yeah, you like owning that. Whereas um, yeah. my American friends... They'll post a tweet like that every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just it's a, a no-brainer. It's, it's a really big cultural difference around, like, self-belief and what's deemed self-belief, what's de de like deemed arrogant kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, like, in the last six months, I've 
turned a cor- turned this corner of just like not caring yeah. what people think. Just getting doing, just doing what you want, doing to whatever I want to do, saying whatever I want to say within reason, like because it just doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like I tweeted that thing, and people will see it, like it, and then forget about it. Like, yeah. and but I was still able to put out into the world what I wanted to. Yeah, agreed. Mm. And then now um, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. So are you leaving or staying? Uh, I'm not across that. You know, I haven't listened to Shameless podcast today oh. and I'm feeling like that was going to update me on the whole that, situation. Okay, we won't dive into that. Yeah. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so once once I've listened to their take on everything, then I'll have an opinion. Okay, all right. <laughs> we'll come back to that one for yeah. the next podcast when you come on. Um, I'm never coming back. Joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go into, we're going to go into home straight before we finish. We are going to talk about some quick fire questions. Oh, I'm so bad at these. Okay, well, be better. <laughs> do better. Be better, do better. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. Sporting idol. Oh. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Michael Jordan. Okay, nice. Great, great TV show. Mm. Um, pre-competition meal. Chicken and vegetables. <laughs> so complicated. <laughs> Favorite current. Wait Australian. on that. I'll bring it back. On that, I went through a phase where I would have a whole pizza and a glass of wine the night before I competed. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Twenty twenty. That's sick. And I ran a PB like every time. Just getting, just getting late. But then I was race. told that maybe you could run quicker if you weren't having that. <laughs> Goes and runs twelve thirty two. Just getting lit before the the, the semi yet. Legit. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, um, sorry. No, that's okay. That's quality <laughs> story. We're going to come back to that, I reckon. Um, favorite current Australian athlete? Uh, Ash Barty, although she just retired. She's so going to golf. Yeah. And going to destroy yeah. everyone. Hope she does. It's yeah. She's a legend. Yeah. I love how she just owned it and just did it. Yeah. Like there was no. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I love that. She's yeah. She's a beast. Yeah. Um, coolest place you've competed? Uh, Tokyo. Nice. Biggest influence. As a person? Uh, yes. Mm. Next question. Okay. I don't know yet. Worst injury? Uh, navicular stress fracture. Nice. That sucked. Um, <laughs> what did you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a dancer, mm. I think. That's where it started. Hey? And then I wanted to be a physio. And now I want to be neither of those things. <laughs> I want to run really fast. I want to be a professional athlete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, hidden talent uh, other than graphic design. I guess dancing is probably my hidden talent. Dancing? Yeah. What kind of dance? I did everything. Hip hop? Yeah. Nice. You break dancing, your head spin. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> I just get on the floor. Yeah. Uh, um, show us? No. No. I can't head spin. Okay. But I danced a lot, so I feel like that's my hidden talent. Okay. Like step up? Like stomp the yard? Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'd rate that. <laughs> Classic 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dogs or cats? Dogs. La, have you got a dog? No. No? I did. Oh. Tash. Oh. Are we sad? Uh, she had a great life. But oh, yeah, that's sad. sad. Okay, she did pass away. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, no. um, coffee order? A long black with a dash of oat milk. Oh. At the moment. <laughs> complex? Oh. No, nah, not really that complex. Yeah. No sugar? No. No? Don't get gassed up on sugar? No. No? Just love a bottle of wine. <laughs> Don't know well, okay, we're gonna okay. That was okay. That was the the longest short fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's dive back to a wine before a race. Yeah. Uh, do you know why I was going through this period? Um, well, I was with my ex, and he drank a lot of wine, and I kind of just did. I just did whatever was going really, and then I did it once because I was in this phase of like trying to find a balance between like living normal life mm. and uh training and running and competing and so um I wasn't in a phase of like not caring as much but I was just trying to not be so uptight about everything and like realize that I can train and compete well when everything is not a hundred percent or I didn't do all of the things that I wanted to tick off that week or whatever so I was kind of like okay well like uh I'm gonna have a pizza for dinner and I'm gonna have a glass of wine because really in the grand scheme of things it's not going to affect anything and also I used to get really nervous the night before a race Mm. um and I would find it hard to eat but pizza is something that I could 
like eat regardless of how I was feeling. Yeah. Um, and make sure that I was going to be fueled enough uh, the next day. But yeah, I got I did it a few times and I ran really well off it, and then it kind of became a a tradition. And then I grew up a bit, and I was like, well, it's probably not the best pre race food, but. Mm. Yeah, I, glass it was, turned into a bottle. Yeah, turned no. into a whole rack. <laughs> <laughs> but that that period of my life where I was learning to have a balance—that's why I was doing that. Mm, okay, yeah. and run me through what's your kind of week look like now? Like, obviously, you know, you've changed those kind of things. Mm. Um, what's like the normal week look like for you for training and all that? Um, yeah, so I train. I train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, I have two days off, mm-hmm. Wednesday and Saturday completely off. Mm-hmm. Um, I hurdle once or twice a week. I sprint the other two or three sessions and I gym twice and do a plyo session. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think we've kind of got the week down to a science now. Yeah. And I like my whole team and me are just so in tune with my body. And So who's, who's, on, who's in your team? So we've got currently? Sharon Hannon, yep. coach, David Reed. S&C coach, but also they're like, they work together as this really great team. Mm-hmm. Then we have David Battersby, my physio. Yep. Uh, Peter, I've just uh, just started working with her, nutritionist, mm-hmm. um, which was a big thing for me because I thought I knew everything there was to know and I didn't want to change what I was eating and I was blah, blah, blah. But since she's come on, um, yeah, we've made some really good changes. And that's like the the brunt of the team i've got a massage therapist and uh you know a sports psych but yeah those kind of core three or four people are running the ship yeah with me and you <laughs> you're at the helm actually i'm driving <laughs> <laughs> everyone's holding on for dear life <laughs> seriously they're probably Don't gonna listen to this and be like we're holding on yeah. for dear life and can't wait till you retire <laughs> <laughs> little bit stressful oh my no that's uh, that's a solid team like yeah it's really great but it took what like i've been on the gold coast for six years mm. in june and it took six years to find that team and have them all working six together years, and have wow. it like be cohesive as it is well five years because we had it last year um i i kind of want to quickly jump back because you mentioned about how the um like light you big focus on life balance like where's good mm. like do you find you have a good balance now yeah i think so um I, I I think I've I've actually come full circle. Like I when I first moved to the Gold Coast to train with Sharon, I was just like everything track, everything running. If I miss a session, I'm never gonna run fast. Like I was just my I guess emotional intelligence from a track standpoint was not very good. Mm. And then yeah, I kind of moved into this phase of like I'm gonna have a balance. I wanna enjoy training, I wanna enjoy life, I'm gonna go out on the weekends, I'm gonna like spend time with my friends like and that was in kind of like 2019 and then COVID happened 2020 and then as I started like progressing and doing really well I think I came like full circle back around to okay well everything does actually have to be in place now because I'm a professional and you know I need to make sure that I'm doing this and I'm doing that I'm doing that and no I can't have I can't go out on a Sunday night if I've got practice at 8am on a Monday like so I've come full circle, but I needed to go through that little period of enjoying myself and like finding a balance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it all just like worked out. Yeah. It's, I always found it like, I didn't find it hard cause I didn't really, I, I, I was the same. I was like discus, like <laughs> that's what we discus. throw stuff super yeah. far all the time. Um, but then I kind of like, I, I made a big change 2017, like, and it was that, professionalism like that mm. i had got this huge team around me now and mm. like that was kind of the when i changed and then yeah you just see like incremental consistencies yeah like yeah everything just you know it becomes this freight train of like yeah. balling effect like yeah exactly just starts to continue and like exactly you can see right. that with with you like you just progress like yeah. you've kept yeah. moving forward you've kept building on everything mm. and, and i think if you like if you look at my say week like for now uh, right now for example like my week isn't very balanced with other life stuff like I do literally just go to training come home you know eat recover sleep appointment massage I'll like do something on the weekend but there isn't much 
of a balance, but I've come full circle to accept that that's what I enjoy. And that's, I'm actually really content and happy with doing that. Whereas before I wasn't, I was frustrated and I was annoyed and I was upset. So although I probably don't have as much balance now, I treat it like it's my job. But you and still get you still get that time though, like when yeah, you need yeah, it, like yeah. you, you know when to call it. But yeah, like, like I'm going out to <coughs> breakfast or out to dinner or yeah. out for coffee or like I hate going on walks, but like a walk to get Same. a coffee or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't ha- understand people. Mia loves walks, no. and I'm like, babe, like I'm not. No, I'm not going. Like, well, especially <laughs> after a session, like where no. I'm just gassed. I'm like, no, 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 no. Something that I have actually maybe on off days. Yeah, sometimes. something that I've learnt. Uh, over the last like kind of month or so is that I do need to be a little bit more active when I'm resting because I feel better the next day. Mm. Like I do need, I can't just lie on the couch for 24 hours between oh, sessions. Oh, agreed, yeah. But yeah. yeah, you're not getting me on a hike or a walk. There are some ever. days though where you just have to vegetate. Oh, just yeah. Just like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Don't call me, don't text me. My phone's off. Yeah, <laughs> I am vegetated. I'm done. With yeah. my feet hanging off the edge of the couch. Yeah, yeah. So... Question for you. Hit me. Um, you, you interview me now, Liz. No, I just want to know. <laughs> like, so for me, if if I'm having like a day where I'm not leaving the house, I'm not leaving the couch, I'm fried from training. Yeah. It's because I've done this like crazy, stupid 250s session or something in the morning and I'm just like, can't move. Yeah. What would be a session that would get you to do that? Because you don't run. Yeah. You throw. Yeah. I'm telling you what you do. Yeah. You throw and then your gym is like crazy yeah so, so what would be a session that would put you on the couch so um it depends on the type of seasons uh like time of the season so like in off season it's usually like hypertrophy work so if i'm doing mm. um usually my sessions will take two hours but it's just jam-packed with like you know eight to ten to twelve rep work yeah where it's to failure where so I'm, you're just like sore as yeah i'm just trying to get like well it, at this in the first month it's about like muscle development so like mm building actual muscle mass mm. but then after that once that continues and i'm like used to that process yeah and i've adapted then it's like the actual energy output yeah um, okay then i get really fried but now like when i'm starting to come to more power and then you mm. know I, my peak starts at the end of june yeah for worlds but like say for monday right yeah. um i was supposed to do an activation session i got it got a little bit out of hand <laughs> um usually an activation session is like you know two sets of uh, three sets of two snatch on like you know, a hundred, which is around about like eighty-five percent. Yeah, so easy. So, but like you know, for me, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all relative. But yeah. then I also had to do testing on, um, uh, you know, when you do uh quarter squat wattage outputs. So like a, on a pull rack. Yeah. So you got um, oh, yeah, force, yeah, 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 force yeah, plates yeah. below you. So I did a hip belt one, mm-hmm. um, and it was a testing thing. Anyway, I got a bit carried away. I did three sets. I did a warm up and then another like ease in. Yeah. And then I went. Like kind of max. I didn't go max out because I was scared I was going to break the chain, but I ended up pulling a thousand kilos. Oh, so I saw that. On yeah, the like Instagram. about a thousand and forty kilos or something. Yeah. So I did that, and then I was like, I was amped, and then I went and did um going again. Yeah, well, I went and did a hundred kilo snatches <laughs> after that, and I was so wired. Yeah. And I took a hundred kilos nearly at three meters a second, which was point two five meters a second faster which is like so like which is a big pb like so it's about so for our like building power output it's about how fast you move it in a short amount of time with a decent amount of weight yeah anyway i do a huge pb of that so a pb in a gym session like that yeah plus plus then i went through in the afternoon okay that is a day that would put you on the couch yeah and then i like i had that session and um I had a lot, like I, I had probably like 30 throws where I was just like drilling them. Oh, wow. I woke up I woke up on Tuesday morning. I honestly felt like I was like hungover. Yeah. Like I honestly felt okay. like I just went and drank. Like, so you would throw 30 times in a session? Uh, depends on time. Like sometimes. In What's off, an average? Average right now is about 30. Okay. But like off season, I could do 100. Right. Um, but then like if I'm peaking, max 15. Okay. So um, yeah, so that's, that's a day that okay. like. It's it doesn't put me on the couch, but it makes me. But that's like your day. That's foggy your brain. Big, yeah. You know, body doesn't want to actually yeah. wake up, and yeah, yeah, I gotcha. feel like I've gone at night on the beers kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? Two hundred, two fifty sets. Oh, mine could be anything, but usually something like two fifties. Actually, here's a. This is the the last question before we finish up. Okay. Is the athlete challenge? So, what's something our listeners can uh, challenge themselves to this week to get an insight to what you do? 
That's a good one. Um, yeah, okay. Three 250s in 33 seconds on eight minutes. Eight minute rest? Yeah. Is that a w- for, for like a, a guy would be able to do that, but yeah. for a gal. For a gal. For a gal. 33, 32 on eight minutes. That's, yeah. I did that like this morning, but like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did it yesterday. Yeah, that must be pretty tough though. And I wasn't even gassed afterwards. <laughs> yeah. No, that like that's uh, <laughs> I'm doing it on Saturday. Um, no, that like that's a hectic. Yeah, and yeah. like a lot of people always ask me like, "You're a hurdler. Why are you running 250 meters three times?" And that's just something. <laughs> that's that a is, question for Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. <laughs> We've Sharon, worked please, it out. you're coming on next. We're going <laughs> to answer some questions for Liz for her mental well-being. She'll probably give you a really great answer for that. But uh, the short answer is that the fitter I am, the faster I run. So. Well, I mean, you get you also get like that um, loading base. So mm. it's easier to do higher repages of yeah. shorter distance. And right? you've got to run like three 100-meter hurdles in three days in a major. So like got to be fit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm not doing that either. You've so just got to throw what? 12 times? I go throw... Nine times. Uh, nine times. Yeah. Nine times. Yeah, it's pretty... It's three a, and six. It's a tough gig. <laughs> Maths? Are you good at it? Is it? That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, three and six. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Plus warm-ups, I guess we're looking at about like 18. No, they don't. They don't count? No. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here <laughs> to tell me how to do my job, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, I think that's it for us today. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed our chat. Me too. I enjoyed our chat today. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for... Thanks for having me. ...talking so honestly about these topics it's really it's really really good to hear i think been lucky to have um so far like the guests that like said and jared and yourself and um and everyone that like we've been working with like it's just been really lovely to have people open and talking about well you make people feel comfortable to chat so you know it's all you i try my best all right well thanks for coming on and good luck for the rest of the season thanks you too all right so yeah well, everyone, episode three, done and dusted. I hope you enjoyed. I know I had a lot of fun chatting with Liz. She gave some great insights to her career so far, as well as what she has planned for the future. But before you go, I want you to make sure you check out Athletics Australia's Facebook and Instagram. Give us some feedback. Let us know who you want to see on the show next. But other than that, have a great day, have a great week, and have a great weekend. And if you have any upcoming competitions, go hard. See you in the next one. Thanks, guys.